This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Broadcasting on AMI TV, two to four p.m. Eastern every weekday. Repeating for uh, broadcasting four p.m. Eastern on AMI Audio. Then uh, you can catch us on both AMI TV and AMI Audio. Repeating at ten p.m. Eastern. Welcome back to Kelly and Ramya with Grant and Kelly today. And in addition to calling the feedback line, leaving your thoughts, please feel free to subscribe to our Kelly and Ramya podcast and submit a rating and review as well. We would love it if you would do that. Let's move on here. It's time to talk all things audio entertainment and tech with Michael Fair. Audio entertainment and accessible technology are increasingly important in our lives. I'm Mike Fair, here to help you make the most out of your devices. We'll share tech tips and product reviews. Plus, I'll steer you towards the best accessible games, audio dramas, and podcasts. We'll talk about it all here on Kelly and Ramya. Well, winter is just a perfect time for audio entertainment, uh, games, of course. But now we're moving on to comedy and audio drama and this week michael uh you're here to tell us about a bbc radio show which explores the intersection of technology and supernatural strangeness first of all welcome to the show thanks yeah it's uh, always a pleasure bringing this stuff here <laughs> all right well let's just dive right in uh what's the premise of the show so basically, uh, we have Tom is a young tech blogger investigating the latest apps and different devices. And of course, this uh, show, uh, it asks the question, what if there is a ghost in the machine, really? Mm. What if mm. our tech is haunted, demon-possessed, ghost-ridden? Uh, you know, there are werewolves in one of the stories. Like, it's, it, it takes all the... the the supernatural tropes, all the modern tech, and and says what if, right? And merges the two ride sharing apps. It's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> wow, it reminds me of like the whole ex machina thing, you know, Ghost in the Machine, or that Star Trek episode, uh, Star Trek episode with um, Jack the Ripper, the the, the, the alien yes. that actually has that persona of Jack the Ripper. So, how long are these episodes in the package? So basically, uh, there are 13 episodes in totals, and they were basically produced between uh, 2017 and 2022 in four different series. And uh, each episode is around 15 minutes long, give or take. So that adds up to about uh, three hours, two, two and a bit hours. Yeah, three hours, almost exactly. Three hours and a couple minutes. Nice. Well, I feel like I've always considered that my technology is actually haunted, like that there are ghosts <laughs> in the machine. Otherwise, it wouldn't just be doing all kinds of weird stuff all the time. Uh, so, hmm, I don't it's know. It's Regic from gonna... Star Trek. Michael, he's got Regic in <laughs> yeah. there. Regic, yeah, so... <laughs> I don't know. This, this show might uh, just reinforce or expand that perception even more. Uh, but maybe you can tell us a little bit more, uh, let's say, uh, about Tom and his friends. So Tom is a young, eager, pretty hopeful, friendly blogger, uh, not too cynical yet, you know, still just in the, in the thrill of technology and blogging and trying to make a living. Uh, he's getting wrapped up in these adventures. 
uh, you know, the investigations lead to unexpectedly supernatural results on him. And he has a couple of friends. Uh, Heidi is a very sensible public relations worker, tends to give Tom a bunch of leads to different articles, you know, app developers and, you know, the people that they try to publicize, right? So there's an actual uh, symbiotic relationship there, and they're pretty good friends. There doesn't seem to be any romance there, but he's, you know, they're, they're uh, you know, and, uh, you know, going out and eating meals together, things like that. So it's a cozy relationship, seemingly, and, and, he's, and she's willing to go help Tom in various uh, uh, situations. So very resourceful. You also have Dennis, who's a comic book writer, and uh, he is is very smart, tech savvy, uh, you know, probably on a par or even surpassing Tom's knowledge of tech uh, and, and is able to lend some help when it comes to solving some of the mysteries that they encounter. So more often we're spending time with Heidi and Tom, but every once in a while Dennis shows up uh, in these adventures <laughs> as well. That's awesome. Okay, so for me, when I hear, you know, the, the kind of science fiction avenue of it, I mean, you can do that just with the computer stuff, but when we get into the supernatural, I start wondering, okay, how, in what way, this sounds kind of, eh, not bad, like, kind of like <laughs> to stick to a bit of the real for me, or even the real close to reality. What kind of sorts of adventures do Tom and these folks find themselves in, Michael? Every story is dealing with a different technology that we take for granted every day. It's part of our everyday lives, and it adds in the supernatural element. So the first episode deals with a dating app. Tom is trying out this new dating app, wanting to write a review on it for his blog, and he goes, you can't finish it, it's so noisy around this house, goes to stay at this millionaire's mansion courtesy of <laughs> Heidi's connections, right, to these developers, right? So there he is in this house, and his date, his smartphone begins talking in his sleep. He's sleeping away, and the smartphone's like 150 meters away. And it's this dating app saying that a match is really close by. And this is a oh, private no. property. There shouldn't be anyone out there, right? So what's going on, right? Well, turns out what's going on is a bit of ghostly dating uh, happening here. And I won't wreck the whole story because it's, it's quite delightful yeah. how things <laughs> turn out. But boy, is it fun. There's another episode about a, a possessed refrigerator, a demon-haunted refrigerator, smart fridge. There's another one about a ride-sharing app with a ghostly uh, kind of serial-killing uh, cabbie kind of thing. Uh, you know, the word game. There's a word game that seems to predict a doom and, and death and pain in the future. And... Uh, you know, it, 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 they go to a, a restaurant, Heidi and him go to a restaurant to enjoy a meal, and uh, things keep happening that seem to co correspond to this word game. Uh, so there's all sorts of these things. There's 13 in total. Werewolves meet uh, an exercise bike in one of them. Uh, lots yeah. of fun. Just, just really delightful fun with this stuff. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because it's obviously – supernatural but i'm sure it makes you think a little bit about all, all the technology we take for granted i personally i think smart oh, yes. refrigerators some of the most creepy technology out there because unlike your zoom camera whatever you can't just like turn it off or unplug it or throw it across the room it can be always <laughs> watching and listening to you. <laughs> exactly possibly, it knows what you're eating <laughs> <laughs> and it knows what time too can i really say yeah, exactly on, on the bus on the way to work if my fridge is like uh you just took a chocolate cake out at this time anyways yeah. stop um, trying to deceive the doctor <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So we've got all these episodes talking about different things. Do we need to listen to them here episodes in order? Not really. The first you know, few episodes, I'd say the first three, it would help because they're introducing the, the two friends uh, and you get some some backstory, I guess, a little bit. Uh, not much. Like, it wouldn't kill you to hear them all out of order, really. They're all self-contained stories, but there is that, that you know, the beginning of the series, of course, they're going to introduce the characters, right? So there's that. But beyond episode three or so, it's wide open. Wouldn't matter which ep- uh, which order you heard them in. So we want to do it as a family. Is it suitable for the younger listeners? Uh, teens and up, I'd say yes. This <laughs> is written for adults, but it's about as clean as comedy gets. There's, I can't remember any curse words. There's, you know, very no gratuitous violence or anything like that. Nothing sexually explicit. Like it's a very clean BBC comedy meant for like afternoon radio kind of thing, right? Very so nice. It's yeah, it's about as clean as it gets. How is the uh, acting? Yes, the acting is top notch. Uh, Jenny uh, Biday is uh, plays Heidi very well, very sensible, uh, very top notch there. Tom Neenan is uh, the leading role, does a great job of playing Tom the blogger, uh, and uh, there are guest stars uh, including Tom Baker and uh, uh, Martin Jarvis. Uh, so famous, you know, they, these these audio dramas they seem to be able to pull in more famous people these days, which is yes. awesome when you hear these voices that. That just you know you've heard before in shows on TV and places and movies, and now they're popping up in audio dramas. So always awesome to hear, and no one missed a beat. And like right down to the bit, the tiniest of parts, it it just really everything just spot on in terms of acting. You love that with the um, professionalism of the actors, but also the good head and organization of you know, obviously the scripts. But the directing, too. The director does a lot. And I, I, it reminds me, Michael, because I think of, especially as Grant and I were saying off the top, some of the old radio shows and things like that, but even the stuff from the, like, 70s, um, where you had so many of the soap opera people in L.A. or New York that would roll in and out of these shows. And I think you get a lot of that here with the connection with the BBC, you know, whether it's a guest star from from somebody from Coronation Street or something like that. So it's really, really, or, or EastEnders or something. It's really wonderful. Um, Want to get into sound and music, sir? How was it used? Sure. Yeah, there's not much music. Uh, it's it's there, but very minimal, uh, mm-hmm. just at the beginning and end of episodes mostly. But the sound kind of carries the day. It's never over the top. Uh, there's nothing groundbreaking, really, but it serves. It's competent. Uh, the atmospheres are great. It serves the purpose, uh, keeps you enthralled, you know, uh, and uh, nothing sounds out of place. So, you know, very smooth, competent work with the sound in, in this instance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. It, it's so, I mean, sometimes you just know, and again, I go back to the writing, directing, do you need this? Do you don't need it? You know, and, and I think that that is a really interesting call when you want a lot of that kind of natural sound, um, that real timing kind of thing where you want people to take that walk across the room or, or have those things that tell you so much. And as blind people, we know how magical sound can be. Yes, and we catch more of the mistakes, I think, than sighted people who don't really use it yeah. in, as functionally in their in their lives as we do. So, yes, uh, you know, this is this was free of anything that made Sarah or I just go, "Hey, what do they think they're trying to pull there?" Right? Like, there's nothing like that in this whole whole piece. It was just flawless from from start to finish. 
do we do these types of programs and this one in particular do they do anything fun with like surround sound or dolby atmos or at least stereo separation or is there anything immersive like that well, there's lots of these dramas uh, that do. This one is very pretty low-key in that department. It's stereo sound, so you do get that. But it's it's very kind of, I'd say you compare it to like an afternoon movie on TV, that kind of sound that is is reliable, it's there, uh, but nothing spectacular, right? Nothing over the top, really, in this instance. It's oh, a great, man, great quality sound. Yeah, maybe, maybe not showy in terms of the latest sort of Dolby whatever, but yeah. very realistic, reliable, wholesome sound. Yeah, like apartment rooms sound like apartment rooms. There's you know different echoes to tell you that, yes, they're in a different room now, that sort of thing, right? But nothing like you'd hear in uh, in something like a graphic audio production or you know some of the big Finnish stuff where they really go all out with atmosphere uh, and, and you really get like, wow, this was crafted with just meticulous artistry right whereas this is just more kind of room atmospheres you know background right very kind of this is everyday life where tech is reaching in where the supernatural is bubbling into our lives right and <laughs> and you sort of get that sound that that sense of that every day <laughs> until it's not <laughs> right yeah what are we thinking of in terms of uh is it worth the price? What is the price? Is it, is it worth the price? And what are those logistics in terms of where we can yeah. jump on this, if it is worth it to us? So this, yeah, I would say, yes, you do get your money's worth. It's a bit, like, I would say spend the credit, right? Use a credit on this. It's the lowest price you're going to pay because <laughs> for the non-members, it's like 30, like upwards of that. Uh, for members, it's a little less, like 26, 25, something like that. Uh, but, you know, it's it's three hours of very well-executed comedy. So, you know, you could easily pass, like we, we did a, an evening with this. Uh, you could easily go through an afternoon, evening of just just nonstop, just fun. You're not going to get bored. You're not going to zone out. Uh, you know, it's really engaging stuff. And, uh, yeah, so I, I'd say, yeah, but it, it's it, if you're paying without a credit and using cash, you might want wait, to wait for it to go on sale. Uh, that happens occasionally. Every once in a while, yeah. these things will be daily deals or uh, included in one of the larger sales that Audible has, and you might be able to snag it for cheaper at that point. So, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe you know, maybe people, maybe people got a little Audible Valentine's Day card or something like that. Um, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, anything that helps us get through the winter sounds good to me. We really appreciate chatting with you. Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Oh, absolute pleasure. And we got more audio drama goodness next week. Fantastic. And as you mentioned, Michael Fair joins us every Thursday at this time to talk audio entertainment and tech. Coming up next, a stingray with no male companion is pregnant in her mountain aquarium. Oh, this guy, Grant Hardy, he's going to talk about this on What in the World. Oh, that's me. Stick with us. Stick around and learn something new. Kelly and Ramya return with more in a moment. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. <laughs> 